Welcome to the Embassy Row Project podcast. The Embassy Row Project is a philanthropic initiative founded by International Energy and Infrastructure Advisor James Scott. Okay, first of all, thank you very much for the invitation to join your discussion today. It's really a great, great pleasure for me. Um, just a few words uh, about myself. Uh, I joined the West Bulgarian Agency uh, roughly eight months ago. Uh, the West Bulgarian Agency is part of the Ministry of Innovation and Growth. So I'm reporting directly to the minister, and our job at the agency is to uh, support businesses looking uh, to establish themselves in Bulgaria. But at the same time, we work very closely with other ministries that are looking to implement different projects in the country so that we can bring over to Bulgaria certain investors. I'm coming uh, from the private sector, so uh, more than 15 years experience in the private sector, mainly aviation, but also a significant part of our of my background is in renewable energy as well. So today uh, I would like just to give you briefly um, information about our agency in, uh, in very short. Uh, we are one-stop shop for investors, so working from, uh, from the very beginning of uh, the analysis of the local market, to actually supporting the investors uh, through the whole cycle of uh, development and establishment of their uh, operations in the country. We are also, as I mentioned, tightly working with government institutions to implement different projects in the country. But at the same time, uh, we are creating those synergies with, between the new investors and the existing ecosystem in Bulgaria. So we are very keen to work uh, closely with investors that are already in the country provide them aftercare support, but also uh, work with them to uh, be an active part in the establishment of the new investors. Um, we design, of course, a certain tailor-made solution to investors, uh, giving uh, access to the incentive measures of Bulgaria. So we are the agency that is responsible actually to implement the Investment Promotion Act of Bulgaria, which is actually supporting the investors with different incentives. Um, again, we are a long-term partner. We add value, actually, to what investors are uh, intending to do in the country. So we are not just a, a consultancy uh, part in this process, but we really work very closely with investors to find the best solutions for them. And uh, uh, what we are really looking for is to uh, change our processes and procedures in order to be agile enough to support investors in a very fast manner, because uh, what we discovered is that this is one of the most important things nowadays. Some facts about Bulgaria before I move to the main topic of discussion today. Um, Bulgaria, in terms of population, roughly 7 million people uh, located in Eastern Europe. Um, and uh, we are part of the NATO since 2004 and European Union since 2007. Uh, Bulgarian industrial production uh, has been one of the fastest growing in the European Union this year. Uh, this is due to the fact that uh, industrial production in Bulgaria uh, in, in a bigger scale started relatively late from our counterparts in Central Europe. And now we see a lot of uh, companies looking to our market, not, because, not only because the strategic location of Bulgaria, but also uh, due to the fact that uh, we provide uh, one of the most competitive operational costs in the European Union, 
And as part of the European Union, companies uh, from the States and also from Asia, they actually have access to more than 1.3 billion customers in the European Union. Uh, this is uh, the reason why the Bulgarian economy this year has been growing uh, with more than 4%, although we are surrounded by a variety of uh, crises around us, uh, including the geopolitical crisis with the war in Ukraine. Um, another fact that really contributes to the strong uh, industrial position of Bulgaria is uh, our uh, production uh, capacity to produce electricity. We are actually the third biggest exporter in the European Union of electricity. We export roughly 33 to 40% of our uh, daily production. Uh, and some interesting facts about the country, uh, more than 50% of our population speaks more than one foreign language. This is why actually we have a variety of companies establish themselves here, not only for production, but also for services. We have U.S. companies, European companies establishing their service centers for their operations, even in Asia or Africa in Bulgaria. And now on the main topic of our discussion today, the energy sector um, and decarbonization strategy of our country. I would just like to make a note that I'm not an energy expert. I'm finances by, by training and uh, my uh, main focus are, has always been uh, investments and business development. But here I will represent some of the projects we've been working on in the last few years and the strategy of our country for decarbonization. After COVID, the European Union uh, released the so-called Recovery and Resilience Plan to support the EU countries uh, to recover back from COVID. Uh, as part, as a member of the European Union, uh, we have under our disposal roughly 6.2 billion euros, uh, which are dedicated to uh, four key initiatives of our government. And one of the main initiatives is called Green Bulgaria, which actually we use roughly 42% of this amount for different strategies for decarbonization. Uh, those uh, strategies are relevant to uh, several key sectors, uh, which I will show on the next uh, slide. But one of the major um, aspects is, of course, to keep our leading position in the region in terms of energy uh, exporter, uh, to diversify our energy mix. Uh, currently, with about 30, uh, roughly 30%, uh, we have renewables. Uh, we have about 45% uh, nuclear power. And then we have fossil fuels from our coil uh, facilities with another 30%. We also have um, hydro uh, power and uh, uh, storage, hydro, uh, pump hydro storage as well. Uh, so securing that leading position is of key importance for our government. And uh, uh, since we have been exporting uh, between 30 to 40% of electricity, we are actually a very important factor for our neighboring countries like Greece, for example, where, especially in the summer, uh, Bulgaria actually balanced the network in Greece. So we are looking to diversify our energy resources. We're looking to, um, we're looking to increase the amount of uh, uh, renewables uh, roughly uh, to about uh, 30%, uh, which is basically matching the uh, 
um, uh, the vision of the European Union uh, for 2030 and following that to 2050. Um, and uh, because of that, we actually uh, are looking to establish also alternative sources of uh, power. Um, just giving you an example, Bulgaria was one of the first countries together with Poland that was cut from the Russian gas supply. It was in March this year. So we were fully dependent on Russian gas. Uh, just for less than six months, uh, we managed uh, to complete the interconnector between Bulgaria and Greece. And now uh, one third of our gas supply is already diversified from uh, Azerbaijan. And this led to significant decrease of the gas prices in Bulgaria. Only in the last month, we have about 40% decrease of the prices uh, for the business, of, of natural gas prices for the business. Just to give you a number, currently the gas price for November per, uh, per megawatt hour in Bulgaria is about uh, 64 euro per megawatt hour. Uh, at the same time, due to the very high prices of electricity uh, from June to August, uh, uh, and even now our government um, accepted a program uh, to support the business. And since, uh, since the beginning of the year, the government paid more than 2 billion euros in a direct subsidies to the business on the price of the electricity, which is above 100 and 25 euro per megawatt hour. So everything above that on the market price is actually covered by the government at the moment. This is how actually how our businesses manage to continue their sustainable operation. And Bulgarian industrial production was for two months in a row in June and July this year, the fastest growing in the European Union. And now some projects uh, that uh, we currently envision in Bulgaria. Some of them are part of our recovery and resilience plan. Some of them are financed uh, by the national budget. Uh, this includes uh, 6,000 megawatt hours of energy storage infrastructure. Uh, this infrastructure will be developed uh, on a national storage grid. Um, it would be a mix of uh, short and long duration uh, batteries, mainly, that will be um, designed and installed at specific locations, preferably closer to the main substations. Because those battery uh, storage systems, they will not only be used for uh, renewables, but also they will be, uh, they should be able to be charged from the, from the national grid using also other sources of energy like nuclear, for example. Because we need to balance the production, we need to uh, pitch the, uh, the, the specific um, uh, production, especially during, during the, the day when the consumption is not that, uh, that high. So this storage will be used for a variety of purposes. And here we are looking mainly for battery-based solutions, but we um, might not be limited only for batteries. The question is here that for this type of energy storage, um, we would like uh, to have uh, a solution, a sustainable solution that will be implemented um, by end of 2026. So the deadline for, for the final, uh, let's say, payments from our side are uh, June 2026, and everything has to be completed um, by end of 2026. So we're a little bit late here in this project uh, um, because it's a huge demand uh, that needs to be supplied. But 
when when we're talking to uh, appropriate uh, suppliers here, uh, there will be several requirements as well. Uh, and one of them would be to have a sustainable local presence in the country, because this would be the biggest, um, uh, uh, as far as the biggest uh, energy storage system under a single operator in the world. So it's a very ambitious plan in a very short time to execute that. So we will require as a government uh, to have a sustainable local uh, support for this type of project, but also local development and know-how. And we are already working uh, with uh, several um, suppliers of energy storage systems and uh, batteries, uh, not only for this project, but to look uh, in Bulgaria as a preferable location to establish their production for the European Union. We really believe that we can become uh, a leader in the European Union for energy storage system systems. We have all the uh, equipment needed for those systems except the batteries produced in the country at the moment, and very high expertise in uh, high voltage equipment. So we believe that if there are sustainable um, companies that can produce locally batteries from different types, so it's not only lithium ion, it might be flow batteries, sink batteries, iron batteries, we can actually target the European Union market. And this amount is just a fraction of what would be the amount that the European Union, and not only European Union, but in general, uh, we need to uh, spend in order to ensure the green transition. So huge amounts of energy storage equipment will be required. So Bulgaria it's a great place to start with um, production, but also we have the market for it. Uh, another project uh, on the pipeline uh, that uh, we see, and th this is actually a cluster of several private projects, we see a new uh, 1.4 gigawatts of new renewables, mainly uh, solar, but now we have uh, been in discussions with uh, different um, companies also for wind projects, bigger wind projects, and here up to this amount of 1.4 gigawatts, the government would, will be able to provide a subsidy and cover 30% of the cost of the storage for, uh, for such amount. So storage would also be available here and government will provide a subsidy of about 30%. Um, we are also, uh, we have also accepted a, a national plan for upgrade on the national grid, obviously adding new renewables on the grid, adding energy storage will not be sufficient uh, uh, and sustainable if we don't upgrade the grid. So within the next eight years, there is a program of our national system operator uh, of the grid. The program is about uh, 1 billion euros to expand the capacity on the grid and ensure that new renewable energy sources will be uh, developed, connected in a sustainable way. This project also for the upgrade of the grid includes also digital transformation of the grid and a management system which actually will uh, allow for real-time monitoring and uh, operation uh, of the system uh, in order to have a faster response and real-time information on the capacity and on the operational parameters of the grid. And last but not least uh, from that series of projects, we are planning to develop uh, and to further explore actually our geothermal capacities in Bulgaria. Actually, this is one of the uh, sources that uh, it's very much uh, um, 
underdeveloped, let's say, in Bulgaria, although we are very well known with our geothermal resources. But there were no um, sustainable um, evaluations that has been done on what is actually available, what kind of temperature we have, what is the capacity. So here the government has a plan of doing uh, a, a national research and mapping the geothermal areas. And uh, we are planning to do two drillings at the most promising locations uh, so that uh, possibly if we have uh, water above, let's say, uh, 250 degrees Celsius, 300 degrees Celsius, we might be able to produce electricity, like now it's done in certain areas in the U.S. and uh, also in Iceland. But uh, at the worst-case scenario, we, uh, we will be able to replace some of our district heating systems using the geothermal resources. And this has been already done in a smaller scale projects like, uh, for example, schools and universities uh, looking into broader application. The first project that we have concerns uh, carbon neutral industrial home. This project uh, uh, has been in, uh, number one in Eastern Europe. It is industrial zones in southern Bulgaria, where we more than 3 billion euro investment. Yes, okay. So I, I just started when it stopped. I was just talking about the carbon neutral industrial zones that um, we are developing. I just mentioned that uh, this is actually a cluster of five industrial zones uh, with more than 3 billion euros of investments uh, that have been already uh, facilitated within these zones, we have more than 180 companies. Uh, we just uh, recently developed uh, 60 megawatt. Uh, this one actually it's about 70 already megawatts of solar power. And now there are several initiatives uh, from the companies to not only the, the companies that are already in the zone, but also private investors developing um, solar parks mainly because this area is very favorable for, for solar and also storage systems very nearby the industrial zones. We are looking actually to stimulate uh, the development of industrial zones and also um, solar parks that are actually for own use. So we are not connecting usually those to the grid, but we are using batteries to balance the, the, the whole system. And actually, this is allowing us to provide a sustainable and a cheaper electricity within the industrial zone. And as you can see, we have just built about 3.2 million square meters area, and we have uh, twice more within this area. Currently, within this zone, there are uh, several initiatives for adding about 320 megawatts of new um, renewables. Another interesting project, which is uh, still not that, not that mature, uh, but uh, we have done a lot uh, together with the European Commission and also strategic partners from the industry. Uh, the project is called Bee Lion Hydrogen Valley, which is actually the biggest hydrogen valley in Europe. About 380,000 tons of uh, uh, green hydrogen produced per year. Uh, and uh, here we have this uh, project uh, again in south um, southeast Bulgaria. Uh, in terms of hydrogen valley, you can see the different capacities of solar uh, that um, would be uh, uh, needed for this project. Uh, but 
why we have chosen that location. Uh, first, we have here our fossil fuel um, electricity production facilities, which will be shut down at some point. Uh, obviously, it will not be now because the crisis is uh, pushing us. But um, in the future, we are going to transform them into other um, industrial production. So we are planning to have the hydrogen valley in this area. Also, because currently we have fertilizers production here, so from uh, from green hydrogen production of ammonia and then fertilizers, and from the rest of the uh, hydrogen because this is a huge amount. Um, what is the plan actually to to develop uh, with this, again strategic partners a new pipeline close to the current South Stream line that will bring the hydrogen actually to Western Europe. And there are a few more projects in Europe for, for green hydrogen that possibly might be connected at some point to such a pipeline. Again, this project is still, um, especially for the pipe in an evaluation phase, we are more advanced now with the, with the design of the hydrogen valley. And we just uh, inaugurated this project about um, uh, seven, eight months ago. So this is something which would also be... Uh, uh, a key priority for our government. Um, and uh, one more project, which uh, is a, a project supported by the European Commission, but also it will be supported by the Bulgarian government. We have a Bulgaria cement plant that uh, uh, secured uh, EU grants for innovative carbon capturing technology and storage of this CO2 in uh, underground uh, gas um, uh, field that was uh, that was already used. So uh, this project will actually capture the the CO2 uh, since this location is very close to the Black Sea uh, and these gas resources were found in the Black Sea. So now what we are going to do actually is to capture the the, the CO2, uh, build the pipelines and store this captured. Uh, CO2 in the old gas uh, uh, resources that we already had in the Black Sea. This project, uh, as you can see here, uh, it was announced in July. Um, the support from the European Commission currently is more than uh, 200 billion euros. And from different innovation grants, uh, the, the whole project will be roughly 1.8 billion euros. Um, and last but not least, I decided to show you also very interesting uh, innovation from Bulgaria, which is again bringing um, bringing uh, a way to decarbonize certain operations. Um, this is actually the first, the world's first um, cargo drone airline, which was approved by the European Commission for autonomous flights within Europe. And this cargo drone is actually flying up to 250 kilometers. Uh, between two to four times cheaper than the current conventional uh, modes of transportation. But most importantly, it's 90% uh, with lower emission than the current transportation options running on synthetic fuel. Uh, so this uh, uh, cargo drone airline, they are not just producing, it's a private uh, company, they are not just producing the aircrafts, but they develop a full network of airports within Europe, but not only, also Middle East and uh, Australia, actually. 
and uh, they are using their own traffic control solution, which was approved by EASA in, in Europe. So first flights of this cargo drone airline will start between Italy and Malta uh, within the next year. And how this everything, uh, how all those innovative projects actually are happening uh, with the huge support of our uh, government as well. Uh, we inaugurated an institute for artificial intelligence, computer science and technology, which was created uh, this year. Uh, since I'm already ahead of the time, um, just very briefly, um, this is a very high-class uh, institute supported by the Swiss ETH Zurich and the Polytechnics of Lausanne. Our government put more than $100 million in this project, and we also have the industry that supported this project, companies like Google, Amazon, and DeepMind. There are a variety of incentives that our government can provide to investors that are looking to uh, be part of our economy and establish themselves here. Besides the incentives to create operations in Bulgaria, we are also having a, a, a talent pool. Uh, and uh, we are actually the third in the world in terms of IT specialists per capita. So besides the market opportunities that we offer as a, as a new project on the pipeline, Bulgaria provides a lot of opportunities for efficient operation and access to European uh, markets, and not only. Here, just briefly, a summary of why someone should choose Bulgaria. I mentioned uh, most of it, but in general, access to the European Union, uh, Africa, and the Middle East, um, as well as um, very educated skilled workforce, Sustainability, again, because we are part of EU and NATO with the currency board, we are going to be part of uh, um, of the Eurozone very soon. So this will bring additional confidence to the investors. So this was uh, all from me. If you have any questions, I'll be very happy to reply. Thank you. Find out more about the Embassy Row Project and our global network of institutes, NGOs, and think tanks by visiting embassyrowproject.org.